Hello, everybody. Welcome to the fantasy, the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. Tim is a uh, quick update. Tim is uh, dealing with the sniffles and his, uh, you know, his kids are cold again. I have a cold again. Excuse me. Um, so Tim is recording on a phone. So the audio is a bit a, b- a bit lacking today, but we're fighting through like Tim is fighting through his cold. So Tim is here, but I'm doing the intro because we don't have an intro. Uh, we don't have an intro audio today either because, like I said, Tim going off the rails, going off, off the, the rails. rails. Yes, but Tim is <laughs> Tim is still here. He didn't want to miss another episode, so he's, he's nah, still man. Here. I, yo, dude, like first of all, go to Patreon.com/slash/BrotoFantasy and you know uh, download the app, all that. But I gotta just get it, get this off my chest right away because, dude, it, for those of you who are parents who are listening, you will understand. I did not. I only became a parent like two and a half years ago. I am no way a veteran yet, but. I'll t- I will tell you something right now. This is how it happens. Cause it, well, listen to what. So on Saturday, we had a little kid's birthday party. It was a three-year-old's birthday party. And we live in Astoria, uh, uh, New York. And, when, and Astoria, New York is like a gentrified area. So like we used to be like Greek and Italian and like I- Egyptian immigrants. And now it's, it's like, you know, luxury condos and, and people from Idaho. But <laughs> anyway, you, you have – so you have this – so they rented out a spot and no, you won't believe me, but this spot for to have a little kid's birthday party for about two hours, you're looking at around a thousand dollars, right? You're looking at a ridiculous price. So with that being said, the kid, the birthday boy was sick oh boy. and now I'm sick. And this is how it happens. This is how it happens because the, the, the parents didn't want to give up their thousand dollars, which I totally understand. So they had the party anyway. And now here I am, sniffling my my youngest is sniffling dennis is sniffling my wife is sniffling everyone's sniffling it's a house of sniffles and you guys just got over a sickness like a week and a half ago too dude that was the sniffles is nothing compared to that whatever yeah. that was i think it was roseola like that was that was next level that was i cannot be on the podcast but today you know i apologize for the sniffly uh voice and i apologize for the talking over the phone because i know for me like Whenever I hear someone on the on a podcast with like a little a little sniffly voice, like it doesn't bother me too much, but like my eyes water a little bit. Does that happen to you? Well, listening to people with the sniffles? No, not, weirdo. Not not like uh, not like eyes watering in like a crying way, but like uh, like like my body's like oh sniffles are around like <laughs> like I like yeah. feel like my nose start to tickle. You know what I mean? You're a character, Tim. <laughs> Your character. Well, I, I I can't be the only person that does that. If you if if you have that, if you feel that, let me know right now. Yeah, please do anyway. because Tim's a weirdo who reacts to visualize. He visualizes things and reacts like he got he almost got seasick watching Moana. <laughs> oh my god! Why do you have to tell the public? About this kind of <laughs> That's exactly yeah, what I thought is. of. I am uh I am extremely seasick, and I I was watching Moana, bro, and I just like I started getting like a little. A little sour tummy. A little loopy. <laughs> a little loopy, man. I was like, what the hell is going on, dude? I, like, I, I feel seasick. And then all of a sudden, I realized like, we're watching Moana go back and forth on this very realistic water on a raft. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I think I'm seasick right now. It's insane. And yeah, I get, I get nauseous as well. But I feel like no- saying the word nauseous makes me more nauseous. So I always say I'm feeling loopy. See what you just said? You're making fun of me. You literally just did the same thing in a different way. Uh, mine is way cooler. <laughs> All right. So 
But let's let uh, ado much longer. Shout out to the Heat Waves. Uh, let's get into these headlines because, uh, yeah, this is the news section. Don't forget patreon.com slash fantasy um, because we fight through the sickness to bring you the best fantasy offense there is. I mean, what else is there to say? Patreon.com slash fantasy. And um, if you, I mean, if you don't already, have, if you're listening to this, you don't already have the app. I, I got to ask, what are you waiting for? I mean, you are a patron. You are a listener. Uh, be the person who has our tools as well. Don't just like you have our tools at your disposal. We've been doing this for seven years now, professionally in a way that, you know, we do this in exchange for money. We've been doing that for seven years. I've been doing this in my school newspaper and we've just been doing this recreationally. This is our 21st year in one of our leagues. So like we know what we're talking about. We know what goes into this and we know the tools that you need to succeed. And we put them all on an app, the fantasy football that brought app. Just pick it up. All right, let's get into these headlines. I think the, the number one hand like I got to start with is it's Sammy D season, baby. Oh boy. It looks like, Brock Purdy is in, is in the concussion protocol. Uh, he started showing concussion symptoms on the plane back home. Um, and it looks like it's going to be Sam Darnold this week. Sam Darnold, I got to tell you, I'm nervous. I'm excited. Everyone knows I'm a Sam Darnold guy. I, I see Zach Wilson, and I don't see a person who is good yet. Like, I don't, I don't see that at all. I think it could happen maybe. You mean Sam Darnold? When I was watching – no, no, Zach Wilson. When I was watching Sam Darnold's the Jets fan, I'm like, this man is being criminally treated right now by having no offensive line and no weapons to throw to because he is talented. And I truly believe that. And so I'm, I'm excited and I'm nervous to see what he can do in a Shanahan system with a real coach and some real weapons, although Debo's going to be out again. And I don't know what the status of Trent Williams is. I could look it up, but I do believe that he's going to miss this game as well. Those have been two really, really key injuries that have really hurt them over the last two weeks. Um, but Sam Darnold is going to be with the 49ers. Uh, so, Michael, in our whole league, you literally just dropped someone and picked up Juwan Jennings. Like, I saw that. I got the, I got the notification yeah, like 30 that... minutes ago. <laughs> so, tell us, tell us about uh, Sam Darnold and how you feel about the weapons this weekend, the outlook based on Darnold instead of Purdy. Yeah, so, look, Brock Purdy is – I've never been a, a Brock Purdy hater. Like, I'm not one of those guys who thinks Brock Purdy is a trash quarterback. Um, but I do think he's in a tremendous situation, which has really helped him succeed. And I definitely think Sam Darnold is high, high enough caliber where he can succeed with the weapons as well, even without Debo Samuel. Um, so like, I'm not picking up and starting Sam Darnold in one QB leagues, for instance. Um, but I do think he'll be able to, uh, show out this week and see what he can do. And if he does have a, uh, Brock Purdy-esque performance and maybe he has to start a second week, then maybe he'll have some, appeal um from a streaming standpoint but yeah so i traded for ken walker in our home league a couple of days ago and it turns Which, out that by the way i'm gonna i'm gonna call this out date you completely like worked jason you traded with jason michael worked jason worked and jason well... doesn't want to admit it but you worked him <laughs> well, getting ken in... walker for the package that you got you got what is it jerry judy ramondre stevenson Calvin Ridley and Dalton Schultz. It's a nice package for Calvin someone who Ridley needs a ton of Bro, depth. That is, that is three. That is two wide receiver fours and a, and a running back three. You're disrespecting the, Calvin Ridley too much. For a top five running back, bro. For a top five running back. Anywho, Ken Walker, aye, aye, aye. Ken Walker didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. Yes, Apparently, true. he has a calf injury. <laughs> so yes, I might true. have to 
find someone on the waiver wire to start. So I picked up Jawan Jennings, you know, figured he has some uh, some rapport with Sam Darnold as as backups who practice together. Um, so, I mean, I hope Ken Walker plays, but that's something that might end up having to uh, to happen. For me, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think that you don't really downgrade any of the weapons on San Francisco. And, and if you're a two QB league, man, like, why not? <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Start Zach Wilson? Like, you got, if, like, it, it, I, in, in my two QB league, I have Pat Mahomes as my first quarterback, and then I have Sam Darnold. I mean, not Sam Darnold, uh, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Like, if I pick up Sam Darnold, I'm starting him up with those guys this week. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's get to the next piece of news. Uh, this is a defensive piece of news, but still, you know, out here. Adam Schefter reports that Jalen Ramsey is expected to make his 2023 debut Sunday against the Patriots. Uh, how does this make you feel about the Patriots' weapons? Are you are you looking to maybe exploit a guy who's just coming off a knee injury? Like, are you more likely to play a guy like Demario Douglas, who had a big week last week? Like, how are you feeling about the Patriots' weapons? I mean, even if Jalen Ramsey returns, you can't expect a full allotment of snaps. And he's older, and he hasn't been like Jalen Ramsey level Jalen Ramsey for a couple of years now. So I'm not letting it affect anything. I mean, you don't want to trust the Patriots wide receiver to begin with. Kendrick Bourne has been pretty solid, though. But like, I'm not considering Jalen Ramsey at all when like thinking about the the weapons for New England. Tyler Lockett last week with a hamstring played through it but he did not practice on Thursday. How do you feel about Tyler Lockett? He's been a disappointment, and JSN kind of showed a little bit of what he could do last week. Uh, you got Jake Bobo, who's out here. I just dropped 35 fab on him in my 16-man dynasty league. Uh, excited to see if that pans out. Uh, but, like, how are you feeling about Tyler Lockett? DK Metcalf also, uh, he was a full on Thursday's practice, so it looks like he's going to play. Uh, yeah. And Tyler Lockett is still questionable here. He 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 sucked last week, but that maybe was because of the hamstring. How are you feeling about this duo? I mean, DK Metcalf obviously put him right back into your lineup. Jake Bobo, tremendous uh, touchdown catch last week. He's a 25 year old rookie, so he's a he's an old one. But um, like yeah, if Tyler Lockett's out, I'd I'd probably play JSN again. Um. I do think he certainly fits more of the locket role than Bobo does. Like Bobo was on the outside taking more of the uh, DK Metcalf um, receptions and such, but DK Metcalf obviously uh, is looking like he's going to return this week. So I do think uh, JSN would certainly have some wide receiver three appeal if Lockett were to miss the game. Uh, Chris Godwin is officially active uh, tonight, so he's playing right now. Trevor well, he Lawrence. just he just caught a touchdown, so he's he's having his biggest game of the year thus far. Oh, nice. Okay, Chris Godwin. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, limited in Thursday's practice. He's kind of been limited all week. The reason I'm saying this is he's going to start against the Steelers. The reason I'm saying this is because, like, I have Trevor Lawrence in two leagues out of 11. Uh, I was higher Trevor Lawrence. But I think we, you have to come to, the, to grips with the fact that Tyler, uh, Trevor Lawrence has been a terrible fantasy quarterback. Right now he's coming in at – uh, QB 12. He doesn't have any real big time performances on the year. Uh, I'm trying to do whatever I can to kind of move on from Trevor Lawrence and try and find something a little different. And and one of the things we're going to talk about later in the episode on the Patreon pod is stashing a certain QB that I made sure I stashed in all my leagues uh, that I have Trevor Lawrence in. So we'll be talking about that. No reason to really discuss Trevor Lawrence. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, 
I think this is a big news because I want to hear your opinion on what you think is going to happen because I think this one's up in the air. And as a guy who is, like, facing this decision, I want to hear your opinion. Roshan Johnson uh, cleared the Leafs concussion protocol and is expected to play week eight versus the Chargers. Now, here is what is the, the assumption, I feel like, around the league. I feel like the assumption around the, like, you know, the – the fantasy professional landscape that, you know, I'm not really a big, uh, you know, uh, like I don't digest a lot of that information. Uh, I don't, I don't like go to a lot of sources, but the sources I trust seem to think that it's going to be Freeman, uh, excuse me, Foreman uh, as like the main back and then Roshan Johnson taking over the uh, auxiliary back role, kind of the same way when it was Khalil Herbert. So it would be like, like Foreman is the Khalil Herbert to Roshan Johnson's Roshan Johnson. So, yeah. I, I mean, there's a possibility that happens. There's a possibility Foreman is the guy. There's a possibility that they just replace Foreman because they're, they have one win and they're trying to build for the future. And they want to see what this young running, but two wins, they, they want to see what this young running back can do. So like, what do you think? How are you looking at this? See, we still haven't even seen Rashawn Johnson with a big workload because when he was supposed to get a big workload is when he got injured for two. Well, got had a concussion and missed two games. And that's when uh, Deontay Foreman broke out these last two weeks. So like all these people, it's it's like a just a pipe dream with Rashawn Johnson right now. Like I saw someone uh, I saw someone rank Rashawn Johnson higher than Foreman this week. And I think that's just the most absurd. It's just people sticking to their, you know, oh, I like Dynasty and I like Rashawn Johnson or their preseason priors. Like, oh, I thought Rashawn Johnson would be a steal. So now is his chance. Like, yo, free, Foreman had a had a very nice week six, like high, uh, high success per play, even though he didn't have a big fantasy day. And then he dominated last week, including catching the ball. So, yeah, I think Foreman, like he's not going to get as much work as he did this week um, because Rashawn Johnson, I do think is going to mix in, but I don't think it's even going to be close. I think Foreman's going to be the clear leader in that backfield, probably like a 65, 35 split, if not more than that. Wow. Okay. So that makes me feel good. I'm not going to lie, but it should be noted about what the split. He might lose last week pass catching work, which would not be ideal. But like if, if Rashawn Johnson were out, I'd probably rank Foreman around like RB 15, um, instead I'll probably be ranking him around like RB 22 ish, but I still think he's certainly playable. I mean, Foreman didn't even play a majority of the snaps last week. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that that game was, uh, out of reach, uh, early. So not, so you can't really look uh, too much at that. I mean, he um, dominated in it, the first half. So, yeah, I mean, he absolutely dominated the carries and the snaps and absolutely dominated on the field as well. Um, but you know, when it comes to snaps, this is a team that's been kind of splitting snaps all season. Like, it, it hasn't really been uh, a team that that has given a guy. Like, it's been 50-50. Just Roshan Johnson hasn't gotten the, the work, but he's been on the field. So, yeah, for whatever that's worth, I, 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 I – you thinking that makes me feel better, these guys that I trust make me feel better about it. It, it, it seems like the, the reports around the team is that is going to be uh, Foreman, so – if it is Foreman, look, this is a guy who performed last season when Christian McCaffrey went out, man. He was a fantasy stud. So maybe you got yourself a fantasy stud uh, on the waiver wire. That would be, uh, that would be tre- a tremendous thing for a lot of teams. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was limited in Thursday's practice. Who gives a 
flying for doodle as my OBJ. <laughs> he had he did have his best game of the year this past week, but yeah, he's nowhere near fantasy relevant at the moment. Um, and then we got TJ Hawkinson upgraded to limited participant in Thursday's practice. He got a did not practice on Wednesday. Um, how are you feeling about TJ Hawkinson this week? I mean, you have TJ Hawkinson, you play TJ Hawkinson. I don't think anyone's ever considered sitting Hawk. So, <laughs> I mean, there's some really good matchups this week. I, I we'll go over our rankings review, but I got I got TJ Hawkinson down by tight end six, which usually is he's up by tight end three, but. Like Darren Waller has a fantastic matchup against the Jets this week, and uh, there's like Jake Ferguson has an unbelievable matchup. I'm trying to stream Jake Ferguson wherever I can. So, I mean, it's it's I got him a little lower than usual, but you're, he's always in the top six. Uh, Christian Watson, uh, full participant on Thursday. I mean, he's been disappointing, boomer bust. I like, mean, Jordan Love. Christian? Jordan Love has sucked. I mean, it's not his fault. <laughs> Jordan Love has been terrible. So, like, where you, how are you looking at Christian Watson if you have him? You drafted him pretty high. Uh, you're probably hoping for a big game. Um, what? How are you looking at Christian Watson? Are you starting him under any circumstance? Like, where do you where do you got him ranked, basically? I think he's a volatile wide receiver three. He still has the uh, the big play ability. We've already seen it this year. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been rough sledding for him since he returned from injury in that offense. But I'm not like. It, there there are no bye weeks this week, oddly enough. So you have your full allotment of uh players. But I mean I'm still I'm still ranking him as a wide receiver three. I mean, I, I could see someone sitting him if they have like a, a stacked team, but it's I, I I assume if you have Watson more or less, like you're you're gonna start him. I'm playing Cass this week. Uh that's a reminder. Shout out to Cass. He just had surgery. Uh he tore up his knee playing football. Uh, so a true, yeah. a true, a true dedication to the game, uh, but unfortunately he uh, he got surgery and uh, today he's recovering. So shout out to Cass, uh, we wish you well. Uh, give Cass a shout out whenever you get a chance. Uh, Deontay Johnson, this one is unfortunate. Real, real quick, Tim, uh, Dalton Kincaid yeah. with his first career touchdown. So shout out to Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, that's another one that I have a little higher because uh, because Dawson Knox is out. Also another guy that I'm, I'm very disappointed to score a touchdown. Because I have a lot of stake in uh, Mr. Stephon Diggs. And I, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. All right. Uh, so let's go over to Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson did not practice on Thursday because of, oh, here it is, the soft tissue injury. The don't say the hamstring. The same, oh, boy. The hamstring, man. The same hamstring that has kept him out for the first four games. Those damn hamstrings, bro. Those damn Fucking hamstring. I really didn't understand a hamstring injury and how it's so daggy and how people always get re-injured. I never understood it until I got one myself. It's and, real and that naggy. It's just real hard to shake because there's nothing you can do about it. There's like, nothing, like Matt there's nothing you can do about it, bro. This is a bad joke and you said it twice. I'm like, <laughs> you doubled out on the bad joke. I'm sure uh, some people anyway. out there will appreciate it. I mean, I have Deontay Johnson. And almost every league. So you talk me off the ledge. Are you are you are you still like I don't know? Are you are you nervous? Are I mean, I throw me off the ledge. Deontay Johnson is someone I just never roster in fantasy football. I'm just not a big fan of his. A couple of years ago, that sucked. He was great, and the last year was better not to have him. Last year, I actually did draft him, but I sold him uh, very early on in a trade. But I mean, look, if you have Deontay Johnson, you know what you're gonna get. You're going to get five to eight catches and 50 to 80 yards, whatever. 
like whatever guys like that like i just they just don't really call to me maybe as your flex player or something or wide receiver three if you have a good team but like i'm not trying to roster a guy who's gonna get me eight points a week and you're like yeah look at him classic <laughs> you just you just mentioned like ten points to to fifteen. All right, it's a difference. Eight catches 10 and fifteen points. I'm taking it. Eight catches and sixty yards is is ten half PPR fantasy points. I mean, I would trade him for like someone who, who values him more. That's what I have every single time I've I've had Deontay Johnson. I've ended up trading him to someone who valued him higher. Uh, so a couple of giants. All all I think taking veteran rest days and and coming back from the injury rest days. But I think it should be noted: Saquon Barkley, Darren Waller, and Wando Robinson. Uh, elbow, hamstring, and knee, respectively, all were limited in Thursday's practice. Again, I don't think that's a, a big deal. So just something to, that I thought I should mention. This is something that w- lit the Twitter world on fire for a little bit uh, yesterday, but it looks like Tyreek Hill is going to play in Week 8 against the Patriots. I mean, that's good news for everyone connected to the Dolphins organization. Yeah. He's, the, he's been the best uh, wide receiver in the league, so. Gerald Everett returned to practice on Thursday. Uh, he'll be playing against the Bears. Any interest in streaming Mr. Everett? I mean, yeah, I've been uh, high on Everett since um, Mike Williams went down because he he got higher uh, higher target share and higher snap share, and then he caught another touchdown last week. So, And the, the Bears are a solid matchup as well for opposing tight ends. So as long as he's healthy, I do think he has some uh, streaming appeal. He, he's touchdown dependent, but most tight ends are these days. Here's a guy that I'll be mentioning a little later on. Ryan Tannehill did not practice on Thursday. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is because we knew that already. The only thing is that we got the – there was a report, I got the sleeper alert, that Will Levis was going to be the starting quarterback. And then uh, Mike Rabel, the head coach, went to the podium. He was like, hey, hey, hey I never said that. They're both going to play. Uh, so we have a classic Tim Tebow, Ryan Leak situation going on here. So the, so the question is, Michael, how are you approaching – the Titans this week, like just in general, they are playing um, in a tough matchup against the Falcons who have been a good defense this week, this year. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I don't recommend any Titans outside of Derrick Henry. If you have him, even Deandre Hopkins, like his finally, he had a big game and we recommended selling him off that big game right away. And then he was trash last week. And if it's not Ryan Tannehill, we know Malik Willis, like if you catch any pass, four yards past the line of scrimmage. It's like, oh, shit, you caught a pass four yards past the line of scrimmage. Malik Willis is not an NFL quarterback, and we don't know what we're going to get from Will Levis. Maybe he ends up uh, showing out and turns into a QB controversy there, or maybe he looks like a rookie quarterback, and most of the time rookie quarterbacks uh, struggle, especially not like first-round rookie quarterbacks. Like He's a he's a second-round pick, um, so... Yeah, I just I'd rather not start any Titan not named Derrick Henry and the Atlanta defense looks like it's probably a decent streaming option even. Um, the next uh, piece of news, yeah, I think uh, all systems are going with Derrick Henry. Right? I moved Derrick Derrick Henry up my rankings a little bit because I think he's getting the ball thirty times. I think there's no way he's not getting the ball thirty times. I think even Tajay Spears is a playable asset in this game. Yeah. Uh, I think that I wouldn't want to start be, him. No, I mean, I wouldn't want to start him, but if you're de- – I mean, there's no buy this week, so you're a lot less likely to be starting Taji Spears. But if you're in a desperate situation and you're facing a lot of 
injuries or you're really like running back needy. I think Tajay Spears is someone that we'll be talking about Tajay Spears a little later. Let me not uh, get my Tajay Spears, all oh, my Tajay Spears bullets out right now. Um, Kareem Hunt, he has a thigh injury. He returned to Brown's practice on Thursday with a limited tag. I'm going to tell you something right now, everyone. If Pierre Strong is on your waiver wires, go get that man. Because you're talking about a guy, Kareem Hunt, who misses time due to injury. Uh, in half of Kareem Hunt's career, uh, season, he has played eight games or less. In f- three of the past five seasons, he's played eight games or less. And it, last season, he only played four games. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, this season, he's played in only four games, obviously. But uh, he's missed over half the season in his last four seasons. He's an injury-prone player. He's older. Uh, he's in his year 28 season. He's fresh off the couch. Like, he, he didn't play. He's not – He has. he's a high risk of injury. And you have a team that's going to rely on the running back, and Pierre Strong has a chance to be the main running back for a run-centric team with a backup quarterback that has a good defense. Like, that's, that's a guy who's going to get touches. So, if, if – Kareem Hunt, you know, God bless him. I hope it doesn't happen. But if Kareem Hunt ends up, you know, doing, being like what has what he's been doing over this past two seasons, you know, getting hurt. If he gets hurt again, uh, you got yourself a starting running back all of a sudden. So I, I and we saw Dearness Johnson a couple of years ago have great success with both of those running backs out. And I think it's because you know Kevin Stefanski runs a very effective running system. Like we've seen that uh, the fact that Nick Chubb is nice. Uh, is also in play, but every running back that runs in that system has success, and it's, it's very clear. And I think that Pierre Strong could be that next guy. So I'm just, if I was you and I had some space, I would be stashing Pierre Strong immediately. I like it. Everyone. All right. Uh, Heard the yeah, man. All right, Michael. Short and sweet. All right, let's get to the next piece of news. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo will return to practice on Thursday. That means the Raiders might be watchable this week. Yeah, last week getting absolutely demolished by a uh Bajent led Chicago Tyson Bajent led Chicago Bears team is not something that I don't think anyone expected the Raiders to pull out last week even without Jimmy G, but man, that was an embarrassing loss. Yeah. Uh, that was a uh to get blown out in that situation just uh, Curtis Samuels back in practice. He's been a nice surprise this year. Uh Raheem Mostert returned to practice. Uh, he's been a great surprise this year. Well, not surprise, but you know his the amount of his success definitely a surprise. Um, yeah, the success, the uh, the health, the whole combination for yeah. Mostert. Uh, I think that's it, Mike. I think uh, Daniel Jones was limited in Thursday's practice. Let me ask you a question. So, if Daniel Jones is back, you got Tyrod Taylor who put up I think like two hundred and fifty plus yards and two touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. When's the last time a Giants quarterback put up those numbers? Yeah. It's been a minute. In fact, when's the last time a New York quarterback in general put up those numbers? <laughs> Mike it's been White. a hot minute. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. So, like, uh, would, who would you play if you're Brian Dayball? I mean, Ty- that Giants offense has looked infinitely better under Tyrod Taylor the last couple of weeks. Um, like, I don't even think it's close. Like, they're actually completing passes they're actually looking like a semi-competent offense i'm not like i don't want to say tower is better than daniel jones maybe daniel jones has just had a rough start to the season and 
Uh, maybe the Giants just had to take some time to get going in their offense this year. I'm certainly not a Daniel Jones believer. I never have been. But like as a Jets fan, I hope that the Giants start Daniel Jones this week. Uh, one more piece of news here, Deshaun Watson. Man. Deshaun Watson, look, I know that he's a piece of crap, right? Yes, so I is. know yes, that it's, it's, it's really, like, easy to just think this guy is quitting on his team or whatever. But, dude, this guy went out there, and when he was throwing the ball, it, it legit looked like a, someone who did not have an NFL-caliber arm throwing the ball. And, you know, Deshaun Watson is who he is, and, you know, and you don't root for the guy. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, I don't automatically make that think that he's a liar. And a lot of people are just saying, like, oh, this guy just doesn't want to play. You know, what's going on? It's weird. And he's, he looks like he's not going to play. His shoulder wasn't right, uh, and he looks like he's not going to play again. To be honest, I'd rather P.J. Walker than a banged-up Deshaun Watson, like a, a regular Deshaun Watson, bad enough as it is, we – Deshaun Watson was one of the guys he told you to avoid at all costs, and it's been a good call by us. Uh, how are you feeling about this Browns offense? And, and do you agree with me? Like, do you agree? Do you think this guy's just kind of like I don't know? Do you think he's up to something? Like everyone else he seems to think he is, or what do you think? What, what do you think is up? I mean, the guy got paid, and he's a trash human, but he's also a football player. Um, I don't think he would just be sitting just for no reason, like that. I don't know. That just doesn't happen. All these conspiracy theories, like that's just not whatever happens. And like, if you were questioning if he was hurt or not, his play last week probably helped you see that. Like he's been a lot worse on the Browns than he was on the Texans. But last week, like you said, Tim, the guy looked like he was the worst QB in the league. Um, Crazy. And then he ended up not returning to the game after he got hurt again. So like, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's faking an injury or anything like that, but like the the Browns' weapons, um, you know, Amari Cooper and now Kareem Hunt and company. The running game was good last week. They put up they put up points, but like the the passing game has been nowhere near what people expected. Like David Njoku has been semi useless, even though he just had his best game of the year. Cooper's been his normal up and down self, but less ups than he had last year. So certainly not ideal for the pass catchers that Deshaun Watson has been so bad when playing. And then you got PJ Walker as a backup who's like he could play, but like, he's certainly not going to help. I don't even think I've heard the name Donovan people Jones mentioned this year. Yeah. Cause there's like, at least like, last year he was like a, like a, Oh, if you need a bye week flex, like, Oh, look at Donovan people Jones in a good matchup. Like he hasn't even been relevant. Yeah. Not at all. All right. I well, mean, cause Elijah Moore too, okay. but Elijah Moore sucks. So, yeah. I mean, Still, like, you don't even hear his name anymore. Uh, Elijah Moore sucks. Moore fucking sucks. All right, let's get – because, you know, I never thought I'd see the day. And you know what? As a Jets fan, I'm being a little bit of a hater right now, but you know what makes me feel good? Uh, Jalen Rager signed to the, uh, to the 53-man roster for the Patriots. We've reached that point where the Patriots are reaching into the well to sign Jalen Rager. That's gross. We did it. We did it. We're here. We're on yeah, the other disgusting. side of the Patriots dynasty. It's over. <laughs> Officially. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for the news, man. Uh, come catch us at patreon.com slash Fantasy. We have a segment today of for the trading deadline. Uh, players we want to see get traded for the best fantasy output and also players that you should be stashing uh, for the upcoming second half of the season uh, to make sure that you are prepared for that second half of the season. 
And uh, yeah, that is all we got. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for listening even through these uh, tough audio times. If you're watching on YouTube, it's uh, just a just a blank video today. Uh, just some like uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll do some animations and stuff when I put it together. But it's it's not our faces. Uh, we appreciate you pressing play anyway. And we appreciate you pressing play on your Spotify or Apple or iTunes or whatever you do. So uh, we always appreciate you. Thank you for keeping the, the business alive. Uh, please download the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. Please join us at patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy. We love you. Thank you for support. And that's it. Peace. We're out. Yep. Later.